Lots of vehicles not starting and long waits for a tow truck. Maybe even a cab eventually here as the uh, morning commute uh, starts getting a little busier. I know cabs were up to 15-minute wait about an hour ago. I suspect they'll be longer. And uh, some tow truck operators not even telling you when they can get to you because they're so busy. They'll just say, we'll put you on the list. So I uh, wish you well on this morning commute. And if you're flying, well, that's been a little chaotic, too. For an update, Justin Rivas, manager of customer experience with YQR, joins me. Good morning, Justin. Good morning, Greg. I'm looking at your arrivals, departures, man. That is a lot of delays and cancellations again today. How about the latest update? Yeah, it's certainly been a very challenging weekend. As you're mentioning, extreme colds, but uh, not just here, all across the prairies, Calgary, Edmonton, and layer on top of that on the weekend, too, winter storms in Ontario and Quebec. So, yeah, it led to a very chaotic weekend, unfortunately, with numerous cancellations and delays. Although I would say starting to get a little bit better, but uh, still, yeah, many, many cancellations and delays across the board. Well, I like your optimism. <laughs> yeah. It's starting to get better, he says. What, what about when it comes to de-icing even in uh, wicked wind chills like that? It, does that fail at times and does that cause delay or anything? I won't pretend to be the expert on de-icing and the operational challenges. WestJet, I was reading on their updates, was saying that there were challenges with their de-icing fluid, just not being able to keep up when it was that kind of extreme cold. So you layer that on top of, you know, just anecdotally my own personal experiences of trying to leave to Mexico a few years back on such a cold morning and it was like one of the generators on the plane wouldn't start. It's like, oh, these are like car issues that we seem to be used to. But there can just be so many things when it's that cold that uh, just kind of exacerbate the problem of trying to get a plane going in the morning. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't speak specifically to the operational issues, but I can tell you Saturday I went and checked our uh, flight feed history and 13 flights. Nine of them canceled, four delayed. That's not a good day. Justin Rivas from the Regatta Airport. A friend of mine, his daughter was supposed to come back from Puerto Vallarta Saturday, delayed, then Sunday, hopefully hopefully today. So those flights coming from the hot beaches, they're delayed or canceled uh, because of what? Just uh, lack of pilots or the planes aren't there? What happens in those instances? Uh, Greg, I, uh, again, I, I wish I could tell you in that situation of a plane coming in what the challenge was. Um, I just simply don't know. Uh, that one would be a better question for one of those operational experts at the airlines. Yeah, I'm not trying to trip you up. <laughs> no, no, no. I know, I know for sure. I wish that one, I, if, if I knew for sure, I'd be I hear to you. tell you. I just don't know. I hear you. I see some delays again on those uh, hot destinations as well, too. But I know it's, uh, it's agonizing right across the country, yeah. it seems, for this. But uh, when it all comes down to it, what does a passenger do? Let's, for instance, suggest... What should they do if their flight is canceled or delayed? What's the advice you're giving? Yeah, for sure. So one of the best things you can do is on the airline's website, you can sign up for notifications on specific flights. And if you don't already have your email address in on your booking, is to try and get it in there, but go directly to the airline's website. Our own website, we, we get feeds from airlines, but when there's so many delays and cancellations, sometimes it's a struggle to keep up. So try and go directly to that airline's website, follow them on social media, but sign up for those notifications on the flights. It's like anything right now. Everybody's phoning in, so you can try and phone in. Uh, but oftentimes, you know, those operators may not have different information than what you can get online directly from them. But 
that's still the best is if you can phone and talk to a real human at the airline, try and do that. But otherwise, get in on those notifications and just keep checking. We know it's so frustrating, especially when you're trying to escape the cold and you're stuck here because of the cold and you can't get away. That's really, really tough. Really quick, if you're coming to the airport there and you're using uh, paid parking there, you guys do have plugins for vehicles, right? Yeah, you bet. We have plugins, and if you're coming home, just a quick note: we have portable boosters, or we'll call a tow truck if your vehicle doesn't start. Justin Rivas from Regina Airport. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. the numbness in your fingers if you're outside too long flesh freezing in minutes oh man i just want to salute anyone who works outside and that could be tow truck operators it could be the gas attendants it could be the firefighters joining me now kevin uh, martell from the 980 cjme newsroom firefighters out in belgone it was minus 50 wind wind chill and they were uh, fighting uh I think one fire was it a garage fire, and then the Green Oil School. I think on the weekend. Yeah, and it's a good thing they, you know, you're you're wearing all that equipment because it uh, certainly warms you up when you're hanging out uh, next to a fire in minus, you know, forty five, minus fifty wind chills out there. Can you believe a tow truck company, one of the ones we called this morning? They were impacted just like everybody else. There's some of their trucks wouldn't start because of the extreme cold. Who, who do they, who who do they call? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Another company. <laughs> <laughs> We're both there for that one. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's extraordinary. On the weekend, uh, one of our vehicles went down, and we went to SAS Battery. And it's kind of funny. We we didn't intentionally leave it to last minute. They close early on Saturdays at 3. And it was like, oh, man, it's like four minutes, too. So we get there. You would have thought that uh, they were selling tickets to the sold-out Ticketmaster <laughs> show du jour because there were so many people going in and out, and the lineup was was fairly lengthy. Once we got to the front, they did not close right at 3 because there were so many people waiting at the door. And uh, they said they had sold over 350 batteries since 10 in the morning. They only have shortened hours on Saturday, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And before 3, they had sold well over 350, and they said uh, average is about 80 maybe on a Saturday. But... See- <laughs> See, this is why when we were looking for a house, yeah, one of the first priorities was: does it have a garage? <laughs> Living garage, a heated garage. If I need to. Yes. Oh, heated garage nice. as well. That was one of the the big things. But I'll tell you what: I didn't leave the house uh, for a good chunk of the weekend. I did shovel a little bit on Friday, uh, and then finally yesterday, I had pushed off everything that I needed to, and I had to go outside, get groceries, shovel again. Yeah. And uh, but I tried to avoid the cold. Well, in the Prairie uh, Prairie Valley School Division, I can tell you, school buses. Will not be running this morning with Regina to Indian Head Weather Tower. They hope to have them operating maybe this afternoon. Uh, if you keep your kid home, whether it be in Regina, out of Regina, call your school in advance. Let them know. Uh, no bus service here in Regina, right? Not even for high school students who are in school in the public system today. Elementary has it off, staff day. Uh, but uh, Catholic school is in today as well. Yeah, so if you as are if you are uh, a student in this city, uh, you'll have to get to school a different way. And tomorrow, uh, you don't have school. 
we have that teacher strike. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah the, te- the one-day teacher strike. So, hey, and the, the extreme cold warnings from Environment Canada this morning should start to drop tomorrow, Greg. Well, Imagine I, that. I will uh, believe it when I feel it. Uh, <laughs> I did hear in Alberta they were telling everyone there it's going to get better. Alberta is where WestJet's major hub is, right? Yeah. So all these airline delays. I just saw another canceled uh, between here and Calgary. On uh, the YQR website, there yeah, are something so like delays. six, yeah, something like six cancellations and uh, probably just as many, if not more, delays. And this is changing, by the way, uh, by the hour. So if you do have a flight somewhere today, or you're expecting somebody to come in, you're picking them up. Check that website, yqr.ca. A few weeks from now, I headed to a hot destination myself, and I was joking with the kids on the weekend. This is the kind of weather you want to have yeah. to leave behind. But then I heard about all the cancellations. No. <laughs> you want it cold, but not too cold. Warm up enough so you can leave town. Warm but... on the day you fly and then bitterly cold the day you, that you're gone. Our uh, senior reporter, Lisa Schick, is on the road this morning, has gotten to Melfort uh, safely uh, for good reason. Yeah, and this is going to be it's going to be a tough two and a half weeks for uh, reporters for, obviously, much more uh, difficult for those involved in the James Smith Cree Nation and Weldon mass stabbings. The inquest starts today, and uh, you know we're going to hear. I mean, it, it, we're probably not going to get like today is going to be probably the jury selection. And remember, what an inquest is, it's not to assign criminal blame to somebody. It's it's how do we prevent something like this from happening again? So what jurors will do, and Lisa will be able to tell us about this. They'll they'll be listening to testimony. And eventually making a series of recommendations to ensure that uh, something as horrific as this, um, they can try to avoid it in the future. All right. Thank you, Kevin Martell from the 980C Jammy Newsroom. It's uh, closing in on 7 o'clock. Believe it or not, it's actually Blue Monday. Yes, the third Monday of January. That's supposedly one of the more depressing days of the year, given the weather, along with, the, you know, that Christmas lull. You're, you've been so busy now, it's just kind of... Uh, and the finances are kind of stretched, and maybe the New Year's resolution is gone now. And the Cowboys lost to the seven-seed Packers on the weekend. It is definitely Blue Monday for Cowboys fans. Curious how you spent your... Polar punch of a weekend. You can text me, 1-877-300-7275. Sarah Schwaga said, doing some deep cleaning in the house. That's how I spent it. Didn't leave at all. Uh, Christina said, uh, car, battery, dead. Uh, Got a new battery blanket, new battery. Yeah, I'm in that same boat, too. Uh, Kathy said, I was busy baking uh, sourdough bread all day yesterday and chicken soup to warm things up. And uh, Danielle said, didn't plug my car in the other night. Rookie move. Got uh, a new battery myself as well, she said. Uh, yeah, it's it's a similar story. Flat tires, too. It, isn't that the worst? If you have a newer vehicle, you know what I'm talking about. You're driving along and that darn indication that one of your tires needs air. Always seems to come on with cold winter weather like this. Yeah, you got to watch the tire pressure, too. Extraordinary cold and no bus service running for public schools. And Catholic schools, although there's no uh, elementary school today in the public system, it is a regular school day for the Catholic school system and the Prairie Division as well. However, school buses not running this morning within the Regina to Indian Head Weather Tower range. 
They hope to have the Buskers in the Prairie Division up and running again later this afternoon. All right, today, the James Smith mass stabbing inquest begins in Melfort, an inquest into the 11 deaths and 18 injured. And senior reporter Lisa Schick, now in Melfort, will be bringing us all the details. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Why is the inquest being held? I think that's the number one question, and I think it's for good reason, but maybe you could just explain it here. Well, I guess how the the Chief Coroner Clive Wayhill had explained it was that Miles Sanderson, he's died. There's not going to be any trial where all the evidence comes out and all the details of what happened, what actually happened on the First Nation and in Weldon come out into the public view. So he said it was under his discretion. So he decided this is what he wanted to do to make sure that the real facts and all the facts came out. And he's been working on this for several months, I think, too, hasn't he? Yeah, they've been working on this since... uh, that massacre took place almost about 16 months. It has been a lot of work because of all the evidence that had to be gathered. There was, it, it was a large, I guess, site, a lot of areas that this happened that they needed to get evidence from, that they needed to uh, collect witness statements. There were hundreds of witness statements that had to be brought together, and they needed to figure out a way to kind of bring those together, uh, bring it down, and be able to present it. Okay, so what about day one here? Do you know how this will uh, unfold today? Well, we know today uh, they'll be picking the jury for this. Now, it's going to be a six-person jury. Uh, when he first announced it, uh, Coroner Wayhill, he was, was saying that he wanted it to be almost entirely a jury of Indigenous peoples, preferably people from uh, kind of the James Smith Cree Nation, that area. However, he now says that it's going to be a mix of people. He said that he spoke with the leadership on the First Nation there, and they felt that, you know, they wanted it to be kind of of both worlds, of both the Indigenous world and the non-Indigenous world, because they felt that uh, the results of this might be taken better if it is. Senior reporter Lisa Schick in Melfort. uh, And do they uh, suspect this will go on like a number of days, weeks, or how long might this inquest last? It's it's scheduled for two weeks, but they think it's going to go about two and a half. It's going to go into that third week, probably uh, the Wednesday or Thursday. I mean, they have... 30 uh, witnesses, more than 30 witnesses that they want to bring up. And these people are going to be bringing all kinds of evidence. They're, they're police officers. They're people from parole. They're people from forensics. There are a few people who are from the community, but they've, they've kind of kept that to a minimum because they don't want to make them, well, relive it. Well, it's a lot to keep tabs on, and that's why you're there. And we'll be uh, checking in with you off and on throughout the day and every day as you are there in Malford. And uh, thank you, Lisa. Appreciate it. Thank you. Being a part of the human race is difficult. With this deep freeze we're living in, it's even made more difficult when the battery of your vehicle goes dead and you have to go, and many can relate to this, get a new battery, and then you think, okay, am I going to put that in myself? Yep, let's look at a few YouTube videos because there's a lot of technology into newer vehicles now. It's not just ripping a battery in and out. So uh, my, uh, my girlfriend and I were out there together, we lived, uh, she lives just around the corner from where Evan Bray lives. 
you would think at some point he would come out looking out his window to see us in distress. In distress. And no, no sign of you I, whatsoever I was, to help us. I was under a blanket, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Staying warm. Oh, man. <laughs> it's hilarious what you can learn on YouTube, though. We got it down. It took about two and a half hours because one of us would use, you know, our bare fingers on a few bolts. Take this away. Yeah. Go back in, warm up in and out. But no, you weren't there. But you had your own We problems. did. Yeah, that's right. Jody's vehicle wouldn't start this weekend. And so I thought, well, I'll boost. I've got the truck. Well, my boost, like my cables, I think my grandfather probably bought in an auction sale in the 40s. Like they are the the oldest booster cables ever. So I thought, well, I'll just go buy a new pair. Are you kidding? Forget it. Yeah. It was their shelves were empty in most stores and lineups, people buying battery chargers, batteries, you name it. Yeah. Uh, no matter where I went, I did manage to get, get a set, but wow. Well, I've plugged them a few times, but thank you, SAS Battery on Lorne, because those guys. They they went past closing time at three in the afternoon, and they told me that uh, they were closing in on four hundred batteries sold yeah. when it normally is about eighty in the day. And uh, I I have to admit, later yesterday, you mentioned going to uh, the big box store there looking for battery cables. Um, lo and behold, they had the only extension cords left in town in the south end there, <laughs> because that's another thing that I was looking for a new yeah. extension cord. Yeah. And, uh, well, I ran into the lieutenant governor. Buying an extension cord when he I was uses in, extension yes, cords. Yes, he does, Greg. He plugs. I said, "Don't you have a garage, man?" <laughs> Thought he had a driver that worries about that stuff. Okay, so coming up on the show here, uh, first uh, you got our Saskatchewan kids falling behind. You ask. Well, I'm asking. Actually, are we raising dumb kids? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> we're not trying to. Well, no, we're not trying to. But the latest, you know, every year they do this report on basically how our children are faring compared to the rest of Canada, and in reading and math saskatchewan kids are at the bottom of the barrel yeah so it, what's causing it that's the question math was always the worst subject for me i would go home in tears because back in the day you and i went to school well, at least when i went to school you'd get up in front of the class on a chalkboard and if you couldn't figure out the math question well you you felt horrible and it was almost like the whole class was booing you <laughs> secretly but now at least they have extra help and supports, and God bless them. I appreciate that. But no one ever gets left behind anymore. In other no. words, it's failed, right? So and, and there you know, is I, something to that. For I think sure. that's the thing. You know, I've got an expert joining me this morning. We're going to talk about what could be lending itself to this. Is it something at home? Is it something at school? Is it curriculum? What is it? All right, Smarty Pants, seven times eight. <laughs> Come on, don't don't throw me Come under on. the bus. <laughs> 56. Well, I know, I know my times tables. Well, you didn't come up with the answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, we would like you to spell this word now, please. <laughs> Supercalifragilistic. Okay. Look, the other thing that I'm interested in, because you should have me on as a guest for this one. You got an uh, airline etiquette guy. Yeah. Or? An etiquette expert. Julie is, oh, uh, oh, she okay. is outstanding. Sorry, she's an ec- everything etiquette, but when it comes to air travel, there's, she's got a good list of 12 rules of etiquette. Well, I can add to it right now. Okay. Let's hear it. Well, well do you really want me to? Uh, here's a couple. Save your number two for prior to the flight or after. That <laughs> I don't does know not that she belong talks about that. on an airline. And, and when you're walking down the aisle, if you have a backpack, backpack, it's take her, it off. It's on our list. And, and carry it in front of you so it's, you're not bobbing into everyone as you walk down the that's aisle. That's on her list. I'm done. But number two, please. <laughs> okay. Well, well, maybe I'll bring that up this morning. Okay. Now that you've uh, helped me class up this morning's show, <laughs> I will say goodbye to you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. Star of the Evan Brace show evan bray okay no buses running in school or for school students right now and as well in the prairie valley school division from what i'm hearing the wind chill factor as soon as it hits 
minus 45. Uh, they say no to the school buses. It's at minus 47 right now. But uh, no school for everyone tomorrow because of the strike. However, today, elementary, public school, no school uh, there. But the high schoolers are going. Catholic is in school as well today, as is the Prairie Division. But if you do not want to send your child to school, make sure you call the school and let them know through the old Edsby account. That's pretty handy. CJME News Time now is 728.